0: Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know,
1: like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's radio show. I'm very excited to be with you again in 2021. We are rocking and rolling as we move to the end of January. does not it amazing just how fast a month goes when you compare it to a year that took two years to get through? Two years. I thought it was more like seven years ago. It felt like like but things are good in twenty twenty one because we have new vision, optimism, and opportunities all across the land as long as we look at things I believe in a positive way. (laughs) And I am Mr. Positive when it comes to thinking about real estate and real estate for investors because I realized after all of the challenges that we had in twenty twenty, just how important the home is to everybody in America. The home the actual house, where you stay, where you live, you're spending so much more time than ever before. Whether you're a home buyer or a renter, you've got to have raised the level of importance of owning a home, of having your home in your life exponentially. How can you afford to buy a home now, though, is your question if you're a renter? If you already own a home and you're getting through all these challenges, last thing you need is another challenge, like maybe a bankruptcy or a divorce. Oh, my gosh. How's that going to impact your life now? You think last year was tough? If you have a divorce or a BK, it's pending in your future. You've got to stay tuned into today's show because we have two guests that are experts in the field of BK divorce and the world of mortgage. And how that all gets together and gets swirled up when you're
0: looking to buy or sell real estate. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30 minute consultation today. Call 1 800 254 5779. That's 1 800 254 5779 or visit sageintl.com.
1: We are back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I'm glad to announce that it is SunTech Solar Screen Season. Yes, people are calling already to install their SunTech solar screens. These things are amazing. I have them on my home, and after putting them on, my cooling bill in the summer went down by at least 40%. And the privacy I get in the home is unbelievable. You can see out of the home through the windows, but you can't see in. It kind of looks like the house has sunglasses. Want to learn more? Visit SunTech Solar Screens online suntexsolarscreens.com. Tell them Peter sent you. You'll be amazed. With me in the studio, I have two guests today talking about the world of mortgage, real estate, BK, and divorce. First of all, Lisa Fleck. Lisa, welcome back to our show.
2: Thanks so much, Peter. Glad to be here.
1: It's glad to have you back here, too. Uh, You look the same as last time. You (laughs) must have had a good (laughs) year yourself.
2: It's been a busy year. Definitely. I bet it has
1: been busy. The only thing that is different is the name of the company. You are Correct. now with Celebrity Home Loans. Tell us about that.
2: Celebrity Home Loans. We actually made the switch a couple weeks ago. So we are super excited about um, joining the Reno market and bringing Celebrity Home Loans and what they offer to the um, the people here in northern Nevada, along with the art of homeownership, which is something else we're going to have to talk about later on. I'll share that with you. Oh,
1: absolutely. I love the word celebrity in yeah almost anything nowadays there you go it works, out well. it works out very
2: well
3: very
1: nice also with us in the studio mr nathan zeltzer he's an attorney here in northern nevada reno nevada nathan welcome to our show
3: thank you for having me peter
1: it's great to have you join us you were referred to me when i was talking to a friend of mine who's with an organization in town that has a lot of people coming and going it's a great networking and business networking organization he said you got to talk to nathan because i was telling him about a challenge that I had with a friend that uh, is going going through a BK and um, it's looking like it might lead to a divorce because his his spouse is pretty unhappy about that. He's got a, re- a mortgage, he's got a house and you know what I, I know he's got a whole lot of troubles coming his way because I went through a divorce about 15 years ago and it was not pretty. Even when things go well I think it's challenging so I got to thinking I've got to call some people that know the business, that know how other people are thinking because what happened to me probably happens to most people. You start going through a heavy struggle in your life like a BK or a divorce and then you've got your world to take care of, your normal world, and then you've got new things coming at you all the time like they normally do. And the next thing you know, you kind of lose track of things and you make one little mistake and then it turns into a critical mistake. Mm-hmm. So Lisa Fleck in the mortgage world, yeah. you are interacting with people that are challenged by the world of divorce. Correct. seems like when I was in the mortgage world, BK was a normal yep. thing. It, mm-hmm. it was so common, so many of it. But the, the divorce is the one that really, really gets rough. Um, they're almost the same to me in one sense in that one has a lot of emotion, one has a lot of finances. How do you look at those situations when they come to you?
2: Well, as, as you know, Peter, I'm a certified divorce lending specialist, so it's a designation where I've taken the time to... Kind of look at mortgage lending specifically in regards to the needs of people who are going through a divorce. And to your point, you're absolutely right because you have the emotional piece of the divorce, but you also are going to have the financial piece of the divorce, settling, dis- dividing assets. And unfortunately, sometimes the family situation doesn't support to moving forward in two separate households. And so, and in some cases, you're going to have to have a bankruptcy that comes into that to kind of, you know, kind of reset that clock and clean stuff up. So I think it that um, it adds that additional layer of um, risk and, and loss and emotion and financial stress. And um, if nothing else, what I've learned and the reason why I got my designation was because I found myself at the end of the game dealing with things that have been negotiated as opposed to being part of the solution at the beginning of the process and sharing knowledge and insight and so that people could then make fully informed decisions as to best how to move forward.
1: Nathan Zeltzer is in the studio. He deals and interacts with people in the world of BK. Mm-hmm. So in the world of bankruptcy, there are different layers. And many times people that I talk to say, well, the BK is that's on the business side and the divorce is on the personal side. So, Mr. Zeltzer, tell us how what are what are things look like in the world now? Are people looking at it more like it's a part of life or is it that critical? Emotional yeah, thing? it
3: really depends, Peter, um. Most of the time, I mean, when you're going through a divorce, or, or a lot of the time, um, the individuals in the divorce are, are are a lot of times also dealing with debt issues. And here in Nevada, um, Nevada is a community property state. Mm-hmm. So that really sort of makes it even a little more complicated in the sense that uh, how these debts would be deal- dealt with after divorce. Mm-hmm. So bankruptcy can be a great avenue to try to get those things fixed. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that's something that the divorce court will do when they're actually. Taking a uh, look at the at the, at the parties' um, assets and debts, and they can make a determination as to uh, you know what's in the best interest. So a lot of times, the divorce court judge, the family court judge, will actually advise the parties to to seek a, a bankruptcy because uh-huh. the debt issue, which they would have to divide under a community property standard, is just too overwhelming. Yeah. So so it, it, it's a good it's a good way for people really to start over. And um, these days, with uh, the numerous lending opportunities, there's just there's not a lot. I mean, there are downsides, obviously, when you when you file bankruptcy. There's going to be you know credit score issues and other issues that will arise because of that. Mm -hmm. But it's a way to sort of try to get back on your feet in a more more expedited manner. And so it really has some real really large benefits, uh, depending on the obviously the couple's
1: situation, financial situations when they are in that 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 certain position. We're talking with Nathan Zeltzer from the Law Offices of Nathan Zeltzer here in Northern Nevada. Also with us in the studio, Lisa Fleck from Celebrity Home Loans. And my name is Peter Padilla. I used to be a mortgage lender, (laughs) and then I got really smart. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was the hardest job in my life, Lisa Fleck. I was a mortgage lender for just over 10 years. And like so many celebrities, let's say, that Mm -hmm. really do great work and athletes that are celebrities, the top of the top, Mm -hmm. it looks so easy. And there's so many people that are doing that or trying to do that, but it's one of the hardest, and and it is my most difficult job I ever had. And it wasn't because I had to do any heavy lifting physically, but I had to do a lot of emotional and mental lifting, and it was nonstop. It was every day. It was calls at all hours. It's emergencies. Oh, my (laughs) God, the movers. (laughs) I heard the movers, you know. The movers are in the
2: driveway. And so
1: (laughs) – you have been in the business a lot longer than that, 10 years. How have. long have you been in the business? 21 years. 21 years. In dog yeah. years, that's like over oh, 100 I, I years. Oh, I'd be dead by now. <laughs> yes. Um, and so it takes a certain person to be able to do the work that you do because you have to maintain composure. You have to be able to mm-hmm. turn it on and turn it off. When those emotional things come up that involve BK yeah. and divorce, that's where I had a challenge. And sure. I still have challenges with that because I care so much about people. Mm-hmm. And you are in the people industry.
2: Yes, You know, as a child, my parents got divorced. Um, I, as an adult, got divorced when I had three children. And so from that, the emotional, personal connection, I've experienced it kind of on both sides. So Mm -hmm. um, I really felt like this was something that um, I could relate to. And, Mm -hmm. And then from the business standpoint, I got tired of sitting down with a client with a fully completed divorce settlement statement, settlement agreement. Um, that I was, they, they were told they had to do this with the house, and my hands were tied because of the way that it was negotiated or the way that it was set up. Not that it wasn't done at the right way, but that not, the, the attorneys not understanding the guidelines and with it, the way that they were written was there. I saw the need or I saw the opportunity to provide knowledge and and, and my experience. At the beginning of the process as opposed to trying to un you know to fix or to make happen what was eventually negotiated.
1: Be easier on you and on them as well?
2: Absolutely. You know, because <laughs> the idea is is to get them through that process as quickly as possible to allow the families to move forward
1: together. Yeah, and get get back to normal life. Yep. Nathan Zeltzer from the law offices of Nathan Zeltzer. why the BK side? Why do you focus on that? What is what makes that important to you?
3: Well, a lot of times um, clients will come in and um, they're they're in the process uh, either starting the divorce or, or have just gone through the divorce and um, they they don't realize how difficult it is to try to work through that those those debt issues depending on uh, what type of debt load they have carried through the divorce, what they're responsible for under the, the divorce decree. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it just gives them that option to sort of clean the slate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the benefit of that would be that uh, once you've uh, gotten a discharge in a bankruptcy, either Chapter 7 normally or Chapter 13 in the individual's situation, uh, within two years you can, you can qualify for an FHA loan, which really gives you that uh, extra benefit of – getting the better rates, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you'd have to qualify for that loan based on your uh, income and debt situation after those two years when you're done. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, a lot, it's, it's a lot cleaner of a start than if you're going to be dragging along a bad credit score for, let's say, six to 10 years.
1: When I was a young man, I would hear little things off and on in the business world. And one of the things I heard and was, heard, was said to me more often than once was this. If you go through a bankruptcy, you will never be able to buy a home oh i heard that so many That's times common right? common perception yes it is common perception they think their life is ruined forever we're going to talk about how people look at things and they've got it upside down mm-hmm. and learn more about the bk and divorce world when it comes to mortgage world how to avoid them first of all and we're <laughs> well, going to to learn how to <laughs> deal with it if you're having to go through it that and more <laughs> after this quick break Suntech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352 9396. Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer screening products. 352 9396. Suntech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call Suntech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352
0: 9396. Suntech Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated, we believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775 786 5515. Call Sage International. We're back
1: on Nevada Real Estate Radio, enjoying talking about real estate all across northern Nevada. One of the fun things I like to do is take a drive out in and around Reno, Sparks, Carson, but also beyond. Minden, Gardnerville, Fernley, Fallon, Yarrington. Why do I have this? desire to travel these small communities, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a beekeeper, and we have our monthly Mason Valley Beekeepers Meetings in Yarrington, and it's a lot of fun to drive down the USA Parkway, see all the action in Silver Springs, and then head our way over to Smith Valley and the beautiful little city of Yarrington. I have to announce today, ladies and gentlemen, that the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, originally scheduled for February 26th and 27th of this year, has been canceled due to a nasty virus that's going around the country. It is, yes, the varroa mite that is attracting and attacking all of the bees, and also the coronavirus, of course. I'm just making a little joke there, ladies and gents. But yes, for safety of all members and all speakers, there will be no traveling to our bee conference from places all around the world like we normally have. Our speakers were great that we had lined up for this year, and the good news is all but one of them has confirmed for next year, and we're going to go after that last one and force them to be here as well. Dr. Sangali's is going to be here. Jerry Hayes from Bee Culture Magazine is going to be here. The world of beekeeping and all the great products that you get and the health benefits, you'll learn more at nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Check it out. you learn something, and you can get registered for next year's conference. With me in the studio today, I have two guests talking about real estate, real estate for investors, the world of Bankruptcy and the world of divorce. Why do those things have so much in common? They're kind of like one and the same to me. I've been through a divorce. I've not been through a bankruptcy. But as a mortgage lender, most of the people that needed credit repair, they had just come out of bankruptcy or going into bankruptcy. What a mess. Mm -hmm. Lisa, the guidelines in the mortgage world Uh are changing all the time.
2: Yes, they are. (laughs) It keeps me busy.
1: And the last time when I was in the mortgage world, most of the people were looking at recovery times not from bankruptcy or divorce but from a short sale or a foreclosure. Yeah. That's what was going on in 2012, 13, 14, 15, et cetera. Yeah. Um, there's probably not that much going on now.
2: No, that generally is not what pops up on a credit report.
1: Okay. So now it is the true BK, yeah. the true divorce that is uh, somebody's debts there that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Does that happen in the divorce cases sometimes that you're dealing with, where you have an ex-spouse's debt there?
2: Yeah. Oftentimes, um, well, again, one of the reasons why I kind of did what I did with the certified divorce lending professional designation is that, um, I can have a situation where perhaps maybe a credit, full credit report wasn't run during the process of negotiation. And so I come and the client comes in and says, oh, well, this is, here's my divorce settlement and I want to buy a house and I pull their credit and something shows up that was not settled as part of the divorce because that work wasn't done up front per mm-hmm. se. Um, And so, you know, that whole full disclosure of setting something up. So that sometimes can come back and bite us um, Mm -hmm. and and be an unfortunate surprise um, Mm -hmm. from that standpoint.
1: A lot of times I wish that I was an attorney so that when I'm doing some work or that, you know, when I made a mistake and so I process, if I was an attorney, I would have known this, right? Or I should have called an attorney. Is there ever a time, Nathan Seltzer, that an attorney says, you know, I wish I was an advertising executive. I'd have done this the right way. If I was a Mortgage lender, I might have known about this. Do you interact with people in that world, in the mortgage world?
3: And especially uh, going through divorce, it's such an emotionally uh, trying time for most of the people that are doing it um, that uh, you make decisions, you sometimes will make off the cuff decisions that will come back and that probably weren't uh, the best decisions at the time, mm-hmm. and also just the monetary aspect of it. Many people, you know, if you don't get the right help, and you know, it, it's just a difficult uh, situation that people are going through, and they just sometimes will make uh, some mistakes that uh, can come back and bite them for for, for several years or years mm-hmm. after the divorce is completed.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you don't do a lot of the world of the divorce world. You're primarily in the bankruptcy world.
3: Yeah, that's correct. But I have been through my own divorce. And unfortunately, because of the fact that uh, how, especially here in Nevada or in California too, I'm also licensed in California. It's community property states mm-hmm. that the 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 um, the two spouses' uh, finances are intertwined, and mm-hmm. with you know, and there's just no way to disconnect that. So when they come out of the divorce, they're going to be having to deal with that. And if there's just more debt than the two parties can deal with on their own, there has to be some solution. And many times that'll end up being a, a bankruptcy filing.
1: Yeah. I love having attorneys on the radio because when I ask questions, it's like I get free legal advice.
2: I, I know. Isn't
1: that great? <laughs> I've got some questions about community property because in a community property state, does that mean that now everything I have is half hers and everything she has is half mine, basically?
3: Um, it, it, well, it sort of depends, but... When you first get married, and that's the the issue that a lot of people in, in, in this situation, where you're um, going into a second marriage, mm-hmm. or you're marrying a you know at a later time in life, is that you'll have your your assets that you had already accrued before you were married. That right. would be separate property. So a lot of uh, couples nowadays will do, uh, you know, uh, some type of plan, you know, prenuptial agreement and so mm-hmm. on and so forth in order to, to make sure that they're protected. Mm-hmm. But once you're married, unless there's a plan in place, the, whatever you acquire while you're married will become community property. So mm-hmm. if you did buy a house afterwards between, with both your names on it and then mm-hmm. with it pr- registered as community property, mm-hmm. unless as pr- community property, you're going to have uh, those issues that will come up if there is a divorce.
1: Of course, it all depends on how we get along, right? It all exactly. depends on how, how, <laughs> how you, always yeah.
2: depends on how you get along.
1: How the two spouses are get along, right? Yes. Because if they want to hurt each other, it's a whole different thing. But if they just want a fair and equitable, there you go.
3: Well, it's like with any business agreement, that's the thing, a marriage is is in essence a business agreement in the sense on the financial end, and therefore the more communication and and the more upfront you are with your your spouse or soon-to-be spouse or whatever it Mm -hmm. might be, the better it will be, and so therefore you're on the same page. It's it's the uh, unfortunate thing, and you see that in mostly first marriages or the younger people that are going through it is the expectations that that aren't you know really communicated to their future spouse, and then things sort of the, go downhill from there, yeah. and then things you know get hard, and 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 that's where really you see a lot of unfortunate situations where people lose a lot of the uh, energy, time, and money that they put into building their life together.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I was uh, when I was young, there were a lot of uh, people that were getting right out of high school that were getting married. Mm-hmm. And I remember some of them had to go to marriage, um, kind of a pre-marriage counseling mm-hmm. for um, one buddy of mine. He was three months, He and his his bride, his soon-to-be bride, every week. And it was through a church, but I'm sure that there are other organizations. Is there something like that now, Nathan, that, I mean, I, I just can't imagine that people would just go out there and boom, get married and say, hey, let's do it. You, you, before you get a driver's license, you've got to take a test. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to – the whole it, – it's just crazy that you would, could make it's such light. a major –
3: <laughs> <light>. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, in our, our society, we don't really have anything that would be uh, a mandatory requirement like that. I mean, I, certain faiths, like Can I saying. do anything
1: to help that very <laughs> well, <I> mean, personal <laughs> I think experience? It, it's maybe. just like
3: that. And it's also just like obtaining credit and the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in 2005, they, uh, they did a major overhaul to the bankruptcy code, which is a reform act. And you know, they, at the same time, they're talking about putting courses in, in high school to to tell teach people how to use credit uh-huh. because it's such a important uh, you know tool in our in our society in our economy, mm-hmm. but it can be really misused. But same thing with marriage. I mean, I think certain faiths will will have that if you're in a church or a certain denomination, they they'll ask you. You should go through uh, you know, it's, or at least it's an option mm-hmm. to to talk to people. So you you know, you're making the right decision.
1: Yeah, and I th- I I I think that. Uh... Counseling should be done as a couple, but there also should be counseling for the individuals because sometimes, you know, some of us might be afraid to say what's on our mind yeah, in front of, or might blow a deal, right? Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. It's something that I encourage to young people. Do young people listen to me? Absolutely not. They don't. But if for some way, somehow, anybody can influence a young person that are thinking about getting married, making a major decision in their life... It's really important that they talk to some people first that have been through that process and they say, hey, how did it go? Hey, what was it like for you? Um, I've always found, too, that when you talk and get advice and counseling from family members, it's of little value because there's so much, uh, there's already a relationship there. But if you talk to somebody that is just in a professional, that gives professional advice mm-hmm. on something like this, uh, Nathan, I want to encourage you. I, I think a pre-marriage counseling service would be <laughs> awesome well, for somebody to make sure you don't get into a bad legal situation afterwards or a bad divorce afterwards. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it would have saved so many so many thousands of heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. In, well, you, in, you have to
3: temper that, Peter, because you also here in Nevada, which has always had the history of a very easy married and easy divorced uh, type of state history. So, yeah, um, again, so you, yeah, yeah. So you have to, I think, well, uh, when I was going through a divorce back in 2009, 2010, and then I was looking at statistics and actually Reno had one of the highest divorce rates per capita in the whole country. So, uh, you know, that's just, that's just where we're at. I understand that what you're saying is very smart and very, I think it's, it would be good because when you form a relationship, it's so important to know what you're getting into before it, it you actually
1: sign the dotted line. Very nice. Good words from Nathan Zeltzer, attorney in northern Nevada. And Lisa Fleck with us from Celebrity Home Loans. We're going to learn more about the world of real estate, mortgage, divorce, BK, mostly how to avoid them. And, but we want to talk about how to be successful in 2021. So we're going to be looking at the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and talking about how people can still become homeowners in northern Nevada. We'll be right back. Fun for all ages. Natakwa news. Pick up your copy today.
4: Natakwa. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on eleven eighty AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio Thursday, 3 p.m. on eleven eighty AM. Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio.
1: I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio, the Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. Many people are thinking about real estate in 2021 to become first-time homeowners, but there's a bunch of people that are looking to continue to be real estate investors. It is just amazing how many people are buying rental properties, multifamily properties, to take care of the needs of the people that are moving to Northern Nevada from other parts of the country? They want places that they can rent. I was talking to a friend just recently and got the latest stats on the Reno multifamily rental trends. What do you think the average rental rate is monthly in Northern Nevada? Least Fleck, you might know.
2: Uh, probably about sixteen to 1,800.
1: That's a pretty high rental rate. Yeah. That would probably make a good dent in a mortgage payment.
2: It would. It would. And, and the, the key piece to that being is understanding that um, shift of you can either pay $1,400 a month for someone else to own property mm-hmm. or you can pay a little bit more and think of it as an investment in your future and buy your own home.
1: So from the standpoint of an investor... If I was to look at this and I'd say, I could get $1,421 on average from anything I'm buying out there, I think I'm going to start looking. When you become a real estate investor, you're really on your way to real estate investment success. Yeah. What I recommend is that you call Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry is a wealth protection diva, works with thousands of real estate investors, helping them structure their company the right way so that they can take advantage of the type of real estate investing they're doing at the moment. It might be multifamily. It might be single family. It might be flip and fix or vice versa. Flicks and flip. There you go. (laughs) A lot of fun in the real estate world and you can make a lot of money. Most millionaires across the country and around the world made their fortunes in the world of real estate. You want to learn more? Well, I recommend that you read a book called Incorporate and Get Rich by Sherry Hill. You can buy that book online or visit the website sageintl.com learn about sherry hill learn about sage international and pick up a copy of incorporate and get rich and you will that's awesome in the studio with me lisa fleck from celebrity home loans and also nathan zeltzer from the law offices of nathan zeltzer so our conversations about mortgage our conversations about divorce and bk they're all about one thing really in my world real estate So we're talking about the big money here. The average median home price in northern Nevada, Lisa Fleck, you get the stats as I do. But isn't it kind of weird to look at a number like that? You know, when back in 2012, (laughs) it was $150,000. I remember like it was yesterday. And I thought to myself, why are people buying homes at $150,000? They weren't. They were waiting, waiting until it goes down. Now the median home price is $449,600. $449,600. $449,600. $449,600. you are approaching half a million dollars. That's insane. It is incredible what uh, the values are out there. But Back in the big boom that we had in the earlier 2000s, it mm-hmm. was pretty obvious there was something going on that wasn't going to hold long term. You know, the exotic mortgages, the exotic yeah. loans. People weren't even living in the houses. They were just buying and selling and buying them, selling. This is different now. People Very are different. actually moving. There are people coming with those houses.
2: <laughs> yeah, we have, we're having a lot of people from... The Bay Area with the results of what's happened in the past year, uh, being able to work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, they're now realizing that $5,000 a month for rent in a studio in San Francisco can translate into you know a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar home with a four thousand dollar a month mortgage payment.
1: And Reno is the new San Francisco. Reno In some is the new San Francisco.
2: <laughs> so that's a way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's really amazing. Uh, a yeah. lot of good things come with growth, and a lot of good things come mm-hmm. with new people. Yeah. However, there are challenges that you get at the same sure. time. Same time. So there's a balance that we have to have there. Right. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of multifamily. At least I drove up yeah. to the Mount Rose area not long ago, and I could not believe. Uh, it looks like a resort area, the whole yeah. side of the mountain now. Yeah,
2: the apartments that they're building down there on the mm-hmm. south end of town.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with more people coming, more demand on your services. Yeah. Nathan Zelser on your world as well. More demand, more people. Does that basically go together in your world? Uh, Yeah, pretty
3: much. I mean, we're, you know, seeing a lot of growth here, a lot of uh, newcomers into town. Uh And so it's really, uh, yeah, it's really uh, put a shot in the arm for, you know, for future growth. Uh, The bankruptcy world's a little different in a sense because of the various uh, issues. And now with with COVID-19, it's really impacted uh, how collections is done and Mm -hmm. such. So that there's been a little bit of drawdown on, you know, um, collectors and different creditors who would be pursuing debtors. Mm -hmm. There has been a lot of of different uh, uh, protections that have come out of the uh, congressional acts that have tried to help with the the COVID-19 crisis Uh so that there's not as much stress on individuals that need to file bankruptcy or that would normally file bankruptcy when they're under the gun and Mm -hmm. have a lot of debt that's built up. But that probably will fade away as hopefully
1: um, we get things turned around with the uh, the COVID-19 problems. Mm -hmm. I've never done a bankruptcy, but I've worked with people that have done them, have been in them as a mortgage lender. I've done that. But let me ask you, if I may, Nathan, if a a married couple owns a business and one of the spouses has a job, but the business fails, Mm -hmm. is it – how does the bankruptcy work? Does the business go into bankruptcy or does the couple go into bankruptcy? Well, I mean, that's it gets. A, it's a little more complicated than you know. That's
3: sort of that scenario, Can it just depends on sort of uh, the of the of uh, the facts surrounding <laughs> what the, what the business size is, uh-huh. if it's held in a, a business entity formation like a corporation or LLC. Yeah. Um, and um, you know and, and what the what the value of it is, I mean most consumers there 's those like I mentioned earlier, the two types of bankruptcies that most individuals would file or one's a chapter seven, which is also called the liquidation bankruptcy, which would give the benefit of wiping out all your unsecured debts, mm-hmm. uh, but exchange. in exchange, you need to uh, basically turn over your, your assets that aren't able, able to be protected uh, f- through state exemptions that, that we have here yeah. in Nevada. So it, it's sort of a little bit more of an open-ended question, but normally, um, it, it's, uh, Chapter 13 is the other bankruptcy, mm-hmm. so that business could continue to operate. And survive, and then also the other party would still maintain their job but it's it 's a fairly technical issue, and each situation has to be evaluated on its facts and and based on what the objectives of uh, uh, the parties are to get that through but there 's a lot of solutions that that would help them allow to continue to operate the business yeah. and
1: and to you know get those debts under control and you know, I guess what I, one of the things I'm, I wanted to kind of focus on again is, and Lisa, you touched on this a little bit in the earlier segment. Is that if you get prepared before you go in to uh, a contract, be it marriage or a business, mm-hmm. it's a good idea to know the what ifs, right? Right. So when you go into a marriage, if there's any possibility you'll ever get a divorce, which there is for all of us, sure, pretty good idea for a, a prenup, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty good idea. Yeah. Not that everybody does it. Uh, if you're going to start a business, and you 're going to invest a lot of money, and I would think it 's a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. What if what if the business fails? Mm-hmm. How do we get out of it do we, How do we set it up so that we can do that? Nathan do people come to talk about that
3: i, I don 't do a lot of uh, business planning consultation. I do some a little bit because that 's sort of a side area for my for my business uh-huh. but um, it, it is something that I, you know that I, I, I basically would tell my I'll assist my clients with. But it's true. And I'm in law school. I remember when I was taking my business entities class. You know, where they teach you about the various forms of different businesses you can set up. Mm-hmm. It's it's what you set up at the beginning will be so helpful and instrumental as to when things go wrong after yeah. the fact. Yeah. So, and most people that are starting businesses, and in this area we have a lot because Nevada has always been known as a sort of an entrepreneurial state. Small uh-huh. business people come here and start their businesses. If you can do, and it's hard to do, but the more footwork and planning you can put into it, the better the business will be, and you'll have an understanding as to what's going, what's going to happen to you once that business gets started. Yeah, people will have an idea, but they won't know and they won't think about, well, what if X goes wrong after we start this business? And those mm-hmm. are always good things to, to sort of pay a little attention to. I
1: was talking to a real estate investor not long ago, and that real estate investor said to me, Peter, you don't make your money when you sell the real estate. You make your money when you buy it. Scratch my head. You know, yeah. I just couldn't figure that out. How could you? How could that be? He says, "It's the way you buy it." Yeah. So, in a business, in a marriage, it's probably not the end that is so right. important with the way it's going to end. It's how you set it up at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So, making sure that you have all your bases covered. Look, making a plan for the rainy day, the rainy day fund of some sort, if you will. I mean, these are the things that happen. There's so many unknowns in the world. It's very likely one of those things is going to come our way.
2: Well, I think that when you talk about this, I think one of the advantages as professionals, um, I work with a sphere of different people, CPAs and financial planners, attorneys, because someone comes in and says, this is what I want to do, and, but I also want to buy a house in two years. And just taking the time to have that conversation with someone who's starting a business, mm-hmm. how they structure that business the potentiality of that business failing. And how is that going to impact your desire to buy a home? I'm going to start a business. I'm going to make all this money. And then next year, I'm going to buy a house. Well, if you don't have that conversation with the person who's the professional in the that's going to handle that piece, a mortgage lender for the financing, then you, you go into this and you have all these great plans and you set everything up the best way that you can. And there's been a huge piece of information that's been missed, which is You don't buy a house if you're starting a business a year later because you don't have the history to be able to prove that. And how you structure your business is, to Nathan's point, vitally important as to how much income that lender is going to be able to use. And so these conversations in general, I think, when you're talking about legal aspects and tax aspects and divorce aspects and all these different types of things, the home for most people is where most Americans hold their wealth. Mm -hmm. And so having conversations with a financial or a mortgage planner up front to just learn allows you to have informed to make an informed decision and and make a good decision that's going to help serve you down the road.
1: Lisa, that's why I love visiting with you and I recommend (laughs) you to people who are looking at some challenging times coming ahead because you know the world of the world and you know the world of mortgage. If somebody wants to reach out to you, what's a good contact?
2: Uh, our best phone number is, our office number is 775-688-9100, or you can email us at team at lisafleckteam.com, and our website is lisafleckteam.com.
1: Oh, very nice. Ian, we'll put all of your contact information awesome. on our website, com. Make sure people can connect with you. Sounds great. And Nathan Zeltzer from the Law Offices of Nathan Zeltzer, right here in Reno. Very happy that you're in this, with us in the studio. I always love talking with attorneys, as I say, on yeah. the radio, because uh, a lot of people are afraid to talk to attorneys. You're a very approachable attorney. I have more questions for you, Nathan. I've got a big list right many here. Times, many times i got a big list, and just I have one. Give me a
3: call, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in the best you, I can.
1: You know, I have another 12 minutes on this radio show. Can you hang on? <laughs> okay. All right. We will be back
4: after this. <laughs>
1: Suntech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352 9396. Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer screening products. 352 9396. Suntech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call Suntech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352 9396. Suntech Solar Screening. One of the cool things that I've talked to some CPAs about is this. As more and more people are working from their homes, as you're doing your taxes, ladies and gentlemen, for 2020, think about that. How much of your home did you use for your business if you're running a business or if you had non-reimbursable expenses? So use the system. Use the benefits of being in America. Use the benefits of the tax code. Talk to your CPA about all of your expenses for 2020. And don't forget to ask about that home business deduction right because you're running some of your business or doing some of your business you may be eligible for a tax benefit and tell them peter sent you whoever that cpa is (laughs) yes you're listening to nevada real estate radio i'm enjoying my day my morning with lisa fleck from celebrity home loans and nathan zeltzer from the law offices of nathan zeltzer this is really a an encouragement to people to seek advice seek professional advice When you're making a major decision that could change your whole future, your family's future, your children's future, one little mistake in the world of marriage, business, or real estate can change things dramatically. And sometimes people think it's it's so expensive. Nathan, do people ever tell you, oh, it's so expensive to see a lawyer. Why would I want to see a lawyer? I'd rather try it myself. Oh, yeah, that's a common... Uh, you know, sort of response or or thought when
3: people contact me for for help with their with their problems. But it, it's you know when you when you look at the uh, magnitude of the risk that you're taking, that if things don't work out, and and how much these debts might you know hang on to you forever or for a long period of time, um, it's it's there's it's 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 a no brainer, mm-hmm. you know. And so to get that advice, and, and, and you know what I would say is. In the internet age, be careful because a lot of people that are shopping for professional services will look online. And it, if you get someone out of the area, you get some, you know, national firm or whoever they are, because it's just it's so unknown. So whenever you're you're discussing or you're having getting consult from a, a professional, I'd always advise try to find someone, you know, local at least that you can go into an office, mm-hmm. so you know you can you can talk to someone. But it, it is it is not that expensive, and you know, like the old saying goes, you know, your fingers do the walking. You can find. A, a lot of professionals in our community that can help you with those problems and you just reach out because, you know, they want the business, they're going to tell you and, and you'll find it's, 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 it's a worth your while to get some good advice before you make a major decision such as, you know, taking out a mortgage like Lee, with Lisa or getting a divorce or doing whatever you might do. Mm-hmm. But it, it's definitely worth your while to get uh, that
1: professional advice. Yeah, and many times the cost is insignificant compared to the cost of not getting that device down, uh, advice down the road. And, you know, I speak from experience. Uh, as, when I was a young person, I didn't think I needed that much advice. I was felt like I was okay. <laughs> Everything was moving forward. You just make the right decision and you keep moving forward. It's not until many years later that you realize and you look back when that one decision really changed things. Mm-hmm. And had I just made that one decision a little bit differently with some guidance and advice, uh, could have been much better. The challenges to buying a home are enough. I mean, just look, high high median home price, 449600 nine six hundred. There's only 538 homes that were sold last month. That was down 5% from the year prior. Uh, there's only 242 homes that are in active inventory. That's down 35% from last year. I talked to an executive from the association, and they told me that even that 242 is really – somewhat inflated because a lot of those homes are already in contract and so you're looking at less than 100 homes in reno sparks available for sale i mean of all price ranges wow the price per square foot sold it continues to go up we're now at 260 dollars a square foot if you're looking at buy an existing home that's up three percent from last year so you're thinking well maybe there's a whole bunch of new homes going to be for sale soon there are 306 new listings as of the latest Update from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. That's down 20 percent from last year. So there's less homes for sale. I think the reason is because all the people that were going to buy homes they bought them. They're in their homes. They've got them. But there's not that many to look at if you're looking to buy a home. When it comes to getting the percent of asked, typically in in a good real estate market, people get 96, 98 percent of what they're asking because they're priced right. It's so 100.2%. Yeah. Wow. You're actually paying more for the home than it appraises for, which is really a pretty good idea if you are really wanting to buy a home now and you've got the money mm-hmm. because, in all likelihood, appreciation will catch up with the price that you're paying. Mm-hmm. So it's challenging enough, Lisa, but when you have a divorce or a bankruptcy to interact with, to deal with, all the tougher to do it. Yeah. Uh, still, it happens. You get them done. Mm-hmm. So, to give us some of the waiting periods that you know about with the different loans. Any idea after a BK? Yes. Yeah, about how sure. long does it take to get a, uh, you know, one of my favorites is a VA mortgage.
2: Okay, VA. So, veterans, is, how do we help now? Yeah, veterans, um, veterans has a two year waiting period after bankruptcy. Okay. So, veterans is two years for bankruptcy, short sale, and foreclosure. So, they um, really are um, very supportive in regards to helping the vets reuse their services. Now, One of the things that a lot of vets don't understand or know is that you have your original certificate of eligibility that you have to buy a house. What they don't know is that there's also supplemental eligibility as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, sometimes, even if you had a foreclosure or short sale and it involved the home, that you had a VA loan on, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't use your supplemental VA eligibility to purchase a home using your VA loan again.
1: Wow, you really and know the depths of the the VA mortgage process. Yeah,
2: so that's, I mean, it's not for, not for all people, depending on what the debt is, but that is a possibility. So mm-hmm. VA is two years um, to... Um, Nathan's point, it's two years for FHA, Uh or a personal Chapter 7 and 13. Mm -hmm. Conventional loans are um, a little bit different. um, Depending, They're much more specific to the type of bankruptcy that you had Mm -hmm. um, in regards to their seasoning time frames.
1: So I'd imagine that if you're buying a primary residence, the waiting times are generally shorter than if you're looking to buy investment property.
2: Well, so the only loan that you can buy investment property is a conventional loan. So you're just going to be deferring to what those are, which is a four-year wait, I think, after a Chapter 7 and then it's two years after a 13 is finished, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Okay. Sounds right. Okay. <laughs> <for> those, those <laughs> they change. They oftentimes yeah. change. I mean, they were much more, uh, during, after the crash, we had some guidelines change that had a little bit more flexibility. And yeah. Of course, they've changed back. So. What
1: I wanted to make clear to our listeners is that nowhere in those guidelines does it say you will never be able to get a mortgage Correct. if you've done this or Correct. this or that. Because even some mortgage uh, types, I know, Lisa, they are available. Or special financing might be yes. available or loan tax for first-time homebuyers. So yes. I know that listeners think, first-time homebuyer, oh gosh, I owned a home 15 years ago. There's no way I can get on that. Tell the story there.
2: So legally, um, according to the tax code, you are a first-time homebuyer if you have not paid mortgage interest deductions in the last three years.
1: Three years. Okay. Yep. yep. So you can become a first-time home buyer again just after a few Absolutely.
2: years. Absolutely. And, and, and just to, to point out the fact, there are mortgages available out there the day after you declare bankruptcy, but you are going to be putting down 30 and 40% and you're going to be paying interest through the nose. But if mm-hmm. you absolutely have to have a house, mm-hmm. there are some um, Alt-A programs out there that are available to people who have just declared bankruptcy.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the best way to get through a bankruptcy is not to ever have one.
2: Well, there you go. That's and a best, to that avoid is the best them part.
1: in any way. So okay. let's talk a little bit about that. Nathan Zeltzer, you're in the bankruptcy world. I know you. your business is helping people get into the bankruptcy situation, resolve their situations, to fix it. But I mean, you care about people. Mm-hmm. You are helping people. It's not just a numerical situation. Well, what kind of advice could you give to people early in the stage before they come to see you? What are some of the things that they should think about early in their marriage as they're going into the marriage? Should they be talking about getting a prenup, something like that?
3: Um yeah I mean all those things are definitely something you want to discuss when you're going into a, a marriage uh, situation or you're deciding to to make that leap and uh, and and to get get married with uh, your person that you Fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it sort of depends. Prenuptial agreements, I, I mean, just, just for my common sense, how it'd be, it, it, when you're younger and you're making, you know, it's your first marriage, those are sort of diff- more difficult uh, mm-hmm. t- discussions because of the fact that, uh, you know, you don't ever want to talk about something that's so emotional and, and really uh, heartfelt when you're your first marriage and yeah. you're younger wow, yeah. about what are we going to do when it <laughs> crashes because yeah. that would be sort of hard. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, so in, in the second marriage, let's say, or down the road. And people or or if there's oh, people have a large amount of wealth and the person they 're marrying may not, that might be a discussion you 'd want to have mm-hmm. but um, you know as far as just trying to avoid getting into my office or having to file a bankruptcy is just monitoring your finances, making sure that you're you 're careful about the debt the the you know credit you 're taking out mm-hmm. so that you know you 're sort of balanced and, and having a rainy day day fund and you know listen to any financial. Professional who helps advise people about their finances. So it's just, uh, you know, in our society and how things have changed over the last 30, 40 years, people just don't have jobs for 40 years anymore, like that, where they would start a job and then, you know, stay in it for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and that would be it. So there's so much more mobility and people are moving around, and that's how our economy has sort of developed. So people need to be aware of not not just going too far on the credit side And, and credit, you know, the credit issuers especially with with what's going on in the last year or so, you know, they've obviously taken a look at that to make sure that people aren't taking too much credit out. But it's just a good idea just to always, maybe every uh, six months or a year, having just sort of a credit sort of uh, health check as to how you're doing and and making sure that you're not going a little too far overboard. I mean, but it's hard because you have a young couple, they just get married, they buy a house or whatever, they want to have nice things. And then, therefore, you know, a lot of times they'll end up in that credit situation. And that, that could be a, a problem down the road.
1: It's a great viewpoint. You know, financial advisors often recommend that at least once a year you reevaluate your investments to make sure everything is lined up properly, balanced out. Well, we really, really should do the same thing with our debts as well, exactly. making sure that we're carrying the right debt, paying it off in the right way, and so forth. So that's really good advice that you're offering to us, Nathan Zeltzer. If anybody wants to reach you, what is the best way?
3: Yeah, my phone office phone number is 775-786-9993. Uh, you can reach us at questions at actionlegal.com or my website is actionlegal.com as well
1: dot actionlegal.com. Nathan will put it on our website, make it easy for people to find you. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you, Peter. And Lisa Fleck, like to say thank you for joining us as well. It's been a while since we've seen you. Hopefully you and Nathan come back to visit us sometime give us Sounds a new great. update. Yeah, you I good? love it. We'd love to, yeah. All right, thank and, and so our listeners, we're going to put all of our contact information on our website, including a podcast of this radio show after it's broadcast on 1060 A.M. in northern Nevada, 50,000 watts of power. <laughs> Tell your friends and family to tune in next week, and they can make a great decision when it comes time to buy, sell, avoid a bankruptcy, or avoid a divorce. We'll be here next week. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Bye.
0: You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Wanna talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at Nevada
1: I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the Wealth Protection Diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio, the Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m.